0: Welcome to all my beautiful friends out there. Thank you for listening to episode five now of the Empowering Women Across Generations podcast with the Health Huntress. I'm Laura. I am the Health Huntress, and I am on a mission to inspire, guide, and connect women all over the world to bridge together and unite us across generations. Thank you for joining me on this path, and I hope to establish a friendship with you along the way. Today we are talking about acknowledging your weaknesses. It is so odd to me how it is our natural instinct to hide our weakest part of ourselves from being seen by the world and only showing ourselves at our absolute best. It's as though if we aren't perfect and constantly displaying our strongest assets, we are not liked or valued. Well, I am here to just stomp that belief down and take a few minutes to tell you why. I'm going to share three of my own weaknesses with you to see what that does by the end of this podcast. When thinking this topic over, I said to myself to pick the three weaknesses about myself that came to mind, and these are the three that surfaced. So get ready. First, I am indecisive. I cannot make a decision to save my life. I am probably one of the most indecisive people on the planet. If I have too many choices... I will literally go into overload mode and spin out of control let's just use like a menu as an example at a a restaurant and first of all has anyone out there ever eaten at the cheesecake factory i'm pretty sure that those are nationwide but if they aren't imagine a restaurant that you've been to with like a million and fifty choices a cheesecake factory it's literally a book there are at least ten pages to their menu and with every style of food known to man as an option. this is too many choices for somebody like me. I'd rather starve than have to sit there and contemplate what it is I'm going to eat from a menu like that by acknowledging that weakness of being indecisive. I don't I learn not to shy away from it. I learn to lean into it. Sometimes I make a joke about it depending on the situations, and sometimes I ask for help. I may ask the waiter at the restaurant to give me their recommendations since they have probably tried most of the selections and can help me narrow it down. And then I also know in my mind I have to narrow down my choices to simplify the decision to keep with the rest to keep with the restaurant example, like, um, do I want American, Italian, seafood, salad? And then just look at those selections to narrow help me narrow it down. I legit go through so many different things in my mind to than most people have to do because it just comes natural to them. I'm so jealous of the people who just know what they want and don't overthink it. I am an overthinker, so decisions are hard for me. And the indecision is really stemmed from a deeper-rooted problem of, of, of obsessive worry. Is this the right decision, the best decision? Well, what will happen if I make the wrong choice? I know that seems extreme for the restaurant example, but it is an, it is a sign of an overall weakness that... um that I, I have a hard time making choices in every aspect of my life. If I didn't acknowledge it, I would be at a disadvantage to be able to work on this and to help myself overcome this as being a bigger problem than it needs to be. Okay, so now is the second weakness that came up for me is I am a perfectionist. When I was younger, and I'm gonna give you an example. So when I was younger, and would we'll go on an interview for a job as we would I would always say my biggest strength and weakness are the same thing. Being a perfectionist would be my answer. It is a strength in the sense that you always want to be good at what you do and strive to be the best, but it is also a huge weakness because it is not attainable to be perfect. What happens when a perfectionist falls short, which by the way is completely human and 100% guaranteed to happen? A perfectionist is usually hard on themselves and can easily be doubtful and obsessive if and when they fail. Knowing this was a pattern for me, I tried to change that mindset so I don't strive for perfect anymore. And the standards of perfect are different in every situation to every person, so that adds a whole other layer of pressure and setup for failure, which is devastating to a perfectionist. So instead, like I mentioned in a previous episode, I strive for realness. I do still strive to always be my best, not what is perfect to the outside perspective and what is perfect for other people. I changed my mindset from perfectionist to realist. And an example is I'm not capable to run a seven and a half minute mile anymore. I can run what I can run based on my current ability. Or an even bigger issue for me right now is aging. I can easily get down for not looking as young or perfect as I'd like to, but the reality is I just want to look the best that I can for the age that I am today, not the age I was five years ago, not the age of other people that I see um, that are younger than me, because you know, when you can focus on that, you can look at yourself more lovingly and realistic, like when you can focus on reality. It's only going to get harder the older we get, so practicing this is so important at any age. The main focus for me to strengthen this weakness is if I know I try to do or look my best, then I am not let down if I fall short, ever. The third weakness is my anxiety. I know some people out there would say anxiety is not a weakness and you are right to an extent. To be real with myself, I have to know that my anxiety can be a weakness if I don't acknowledge it as a weakness. If I just let it go, it will grow out of control. I have to constantly remind myself that it is unhealthy for me to get all worked up over small things, and by acknowledging this, I can identify by triggers and buttons when they are pushed and calm myself before I let the worried thoughts or the anxious energy get the best of me. And I can get into situations where I think my uh, when I, <coughs> when I get into situations where I think my anxiety will interfere with my happiness, or at least or I can at least prepare myself if it does. For instance, I used to absolutely love to fly and now I get nervous the whole week up leading to traveling by airplane. I'm almost terrified of flying until I get on the plane. It is so weird. You would think that it is when my anxiety would be worse is when I'm on the plane, but I actually calm down when I am seated and ready to take off. But it is getting there that is the issue for me. If I didn't realize the anxiety of this is a weakness, I may never fly, which means I would miss out on traveling, which really makes me happy. If I let the anxiety get the best of me and spend all my time on focusing on what could go wrong, I would be wasting valuable energy and time. So instead, I know that I just have to overcome the weakness of my anxiety and I stop myself from those thoughts when they start and think about all the things that will most likely go right instead of just focusing on all the things that could go wrong. So there you have it. I just shared three very real weaknesses of my own. And so how do you feel about me after sharing those with you? Do you think I'm a freak? Like I'm not a valuable person? Um, Like I should be locked away in a closet somewhere and never to be seen again? Hopefully the answer is no to those and it shows that I am human. I'm relatable to you because I know, you know, you also have weaknesses. None of us are without them. So why not be more open about the imperfections that we have, about the things we are working on and how we get through them? It is through those types of experiences that we can help others and be connected to reality and love ourselves enough to show, to show all the people that we choose to interact with who we are, that we are real, that we are um, imperfect. Confidence is the truest beauty of all beauty. Putting your confidence on display despite being vulnerable to display your weaknesses will be your true chance of emotional freedom to always be yourself. Not having to keep up with an an image that isn't truly your own. So just try this. Remove a filter on your next Instagram post. Um, Don't clean up every area of your house to be seen in the next spontaneous picture you take with your kids. Let go of that photobomb person and that fun selfie shot that you're taking of yourself while you're enjoying being in the moment. And just accepting yourself as not perfect will be your key to unlocking your full potential. And that's my advice to you today. And that pretty much just wraps up today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and will be coming back to listen to another episode with me tomorrow. I always speak from the heart on whatever inspires me for the day, so I can't give you what the topic will be, but I promise it will be my best. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and as, as always, if you ever need a friend, I'm here because my mission is to leave no woman behind. Until tomorrow, bye.